Hey, Dougie. Hey, Kevin. How you doing? I'm doing pretty well. Okay, so I got a question for you. All right. You always have good questions for me. If you found out that there was a giant asteroid or comet or whatever that is just going to plummet and destroy the Earth. The entire Earth? The entire Earth. It's just going to demolish Earth. We're not going to make it, right? We're not going to make it. And there's like a 99.9% chance that this happens. So you're saying there's a chance? (laughs) Exactly. What would you do if you had like a day left? Well, I'm pretty sure you know the answer to that. I'd gather all my family together, play games, maybe a little wiffle ball, hold each other, celebrate as a great celebrate a great family. I mean, it's been a good run. If I'm, if I'm not going to make it, I just want to make sure I tell all my family that I love them. Oh, that actually kind of makes me sad and emotional. Like, that's a great answer, Teddy. Yeah. What, what would you do? Oh, I'm thinking I would probably kick my family out of the house and rent every Timothy Chalamet movie available and watch it back to back until the end. Uh, yeah, I'm sure you would. <laughs> Did you know his middle name is Hal? Timothy Hal? Yes. I love it. Let's get to the show. All right. Welcome to One Brew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Every week, we talk about film. Sometimes films I like. There's a flip side to that coin. What if you do got me boxed in and I got to put you down? And sometimes films I like. Films that inspire creativity. Give my creation Films that inspire hope. I'm going to see the world. Italy, Greece, the Parthenon, the Colosseum, and then I'm going to build things. Films that I'm take you to a place you never knew existed. I have a feeling we're not in Kansas anymore. Sometimes films that are just entertaining. Now, yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. We hope that when you listen to us, you walk away with a new idea, a new perspective, or at least you have a good time. Uh, if you didn't, <laughs> if you hadn't caught the reference, we are speaking about the film "Don't Look Up." Yes, it's available on Netflix right now. Uh, you actually watched this one first. Yeah, I, yeah. It was, a, it was you. I don't remember if exactly if you recommended it to me, or if you just said you watched it and liked it. I watched it and I had it's kind of an odd view of it. Um, which we'll kind of get into. Yeah. So, uh, I had, I had no, I didn't watch a trailer. I had nothing about nothing going into this that oh. I had preconceived notions about, except for the fact that Adam McKay is a director slash writer, right? And his last two movies, I absolutely did not like. Oh, really? Um, so why'd you watch this one? Just because I had it? Yeah. 
Yeah, you're just, being a good podcast partner. Yeah, and you Thank know, you. Meryl. I mean, how do you turn down Meryl Streep and Leonardo DiCaprio and Jennifer, Jennifer Lawrence, Lawrence, Jonah yeah. Hill? Like, yeah. Uh, oh, and Melanie Linsky. I love. Uh, did I tell you? I told you we've met Melanie Linsky, right? No, I don't think you told me. Yeah, that. we met her in uh, Sundance uh, the first oh, year we fun. went. Uh, yeah, she's, she's great. We've loved her in a lot of things, but uh, I, I knew you met uh, Jordana Spiral, right? Yep, yep. Yeah. Met her, yeah. But uh, yeah, no, Melanie Linsky, big fan of hers. Nice. Uh, so I was, I was not like I wasn't gonna watch this movie, but yeah, yeah. Adam McKay wrote and directed The Big Short, right? Which I did not like. <laughs> I don't think I understood it. I don't really remember it. And I, I did watch it, but I, <laughs> that might tell you something that I yeah. don't remember it. Yeah. And then both you and I had a bad experience with the movie Vice about Dick Cheney. Yes. Uh, and so that was his most recent film up until this. Yes. And so he's he can be very pandering and really on the nose and kind of heavy-handed. Uh, that, that's what I was a little bit worried about with this film. That, yeah, and so that's kind of what I was expecting. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. boy, Did I was surprised. Were you? I was. Yeah. Um. Well, uh, what did you? Uh, so it, we should set it up. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, you know what that sounds like. It's time for the old man rundown. Don't look up is a hilarious look at the end of the earth with everyone dying in a big ball of flames. <laughs> it's just a chuckle a minute. <laughs> Don't look up. Oh, that was it. Okay, I can edit that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Could be a long night. <laughs> yeah, we are getting started a little bit later. Just a little bit. But uh, that's yeah. good. I mean, that's really what it is. I mean, that's really not. That's the the most basic plot you could come up with. It really is. The two scientists are uh, so yeah discover an asteroid, a huge asteroid. Yes. And and they are absolutely certain. That it is going to crash into the earth. There's no the the joke earlier was so you're saying there's a chance it'll miss us at ninety nine point nine nine. Right. Uh but yeah, it's going to crash into the earth and it's going to be devastating. At least that's what these guys are saying. And nobody's listening. Right. It's like thirty kilometers wide or something like that. Yeah. Or yeah. Uh, at impact it's thirty kilometers wide or yes. something like that. They got all right. kinds of numbers. Sure. They're basically the earth will not survive this meteor. Correct. Uh and you if you watch the trailer, uh it won't give away too much if you do watch it. But uh well the trailers give away some of it. There's anyway. some good yeah. jokes that they give away. Yeah. One yeah. of them being uh it's ninety nine point it's a hundred percent going to hit us. And Meryl Streep, who plays the president, right, is like, there's no way it's a hundred percent. It's so like, okay, negative. Ninety nine point nine percent. Yeah, and she's like, "Okay, that's better. Let's mark it seventy and move on." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, okay, this is a black comedy, a yes. political satire. Do you think it leans left or right? I know from Adam McKay's previous work that it leans left. Yes. However, in watching it. 
I believe, and in conversing with some opposite-minded people, there's a lot to take away from this film on both sides of the aisle. Right. And what it really comes down to, for me personally, who is not actually... My coworkers make fun of me because I'm this quote unquote flaming liberal, yes. but I'm actually pretty middle. You're not flaming. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, for me, I gained most of the satire of just the American system of oh. the media, the politics, the not necessarily what's going on right now, but what's going on next campaign. Like, how are we going to win another round of. Uh, votes right that side of politics not so much one political party i will say that the clearest parody would be of the president and son's relationship right that seems to be most clearly trump and either ivanka or one of his sons or whoever but uh but overall most of the the jabs I got was just at the American system, the media, the the fact that Jennifer Lawrence is the scientist who discovers the meteorite, but uh, she doesn't play well on TV. So the one who gets most of the credit oh, right. and all of the screen time is Leonardo DiCaprio because right. he plays better on TV. Stuff like that. Just it's like... That's not leaning one side or the other. That's just calling out the fact that the media wants to put on TV whoever gets ratings. There's a there's a lot of absurdity to it. I mean, uh, uh, I when I first watched it, I thought that it leaned left, and I tend to anyway, to to a certain extent. I try to be reasonable, but it seemed like it leaned awful far left. And then I've heard people talk about it since and read about it. And I have a good buddy who is over on the East Coast, and he he loved it. And they're pretty right wing people, right? You know, so they didn't they really didn't see it. I wonder if it's the lens that you view it through. Well, and that's kind of why I think that it's really calling out the American process and less specific party lines, right? One of the one of the reviews I read about it, uh, where they were talking about it, and said that if you pay attention to it, if you're really looking for it, you'll see jabs at several presidents. Yes, you know, both right and left. So it was interesting to be uh, to to learn that for me, and it probably seems like it uh, uh, added to its validity, maybe. That it wasn't, you know, we know the guy is left leaning, but it wasn't total left. So no, I did. Yeah, I do. I didn't think, and I also thought that it was interesting because I know that you kind of saw the comet as a parody or parallel to climate change. Yes, I saw it as a post observation of the pandemic. Uh, and and uh, as did some of my coworkers, they right. thought the the comet, this impending doom, was a play on COVID. That's interesting, um, and, and, so, and I've heard you say that. And, uh, I wouldn't really agree, but but it, it, once again, it's, 
different lenses. Well, and that's yeah. why I think that this this movie has value no matter what side of the aisle you're on. Yeah. I think I think he did a great job of just pointing out flaws that you could apply where you found them. True. You know, whether yeah. or not you've got a problem with the media, whether or not you've got a problem with the politics, whether or not you've got a problem with COVID or or right. Uh, climate change, whatever. Exactly. You can apply this film in many different facets yeah, you can, of you kinda can. the life, yeah. the life you're, uh, the life you're leading. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I was surprised how much I liked this movie. Yeah, I um, like. Uh, I thought it was going to be really funny, and so I, I like funny. You know, you I'm do. A, a com. Uh, I I like comedies. Some might uh, say it's your genre. Yes, they might. <laughs> <laughs> we should add some more genres to mine, but yeah, I just can't think genres. of any. <laughs> Sports and comedies. Yeah. <laughs> you were expecting? Oh, yeah. I was. I was uh, expecting. I was expecting to like it a lot, and I, li- I did like it a lot. But I, it was running through my mind that it was kind of one-sided as I watched it, mm. and I was. I was sort of. I, I guess I was pleasantly pleased to hear that that really wasn't the case i don't necessarily like to offend people and, no, you and don't. If, if people who you know if people are leaning that way could be offended by watching it I, that's not something i would enjoy but right. uh, yeah i you know i did enjoy it i don't think it's the greatest show ever but uh it uh it, it was interesting to watch and <laughs> i well, go ahead. I, you, you look like you have something to say, boy. No, no. I, well, I, yeah, I was just, uh, this is not written like a comedy. No. It is played very straight. And that is my type of comedy. Yeah. This black, no, you're right. black yeah. comedy where <laughs> these guys Uh-oh, aren't we've in. we've run into another one of your genres. <laughs> <laughs> But you are absolutely correct. It's not really written as a comedy. Adam McKay, his best movie, in my opinion, is Step Brothers. Right. And that is a comedy. Those guys know they're in a comedy. They're playing jokes. They're doing things for laughs. Right. Everyone in this movie, aside from... Wow. It'd be hard to pick. I might say Meryl Streep's character. Yep. Aside from Meryl Streep... Everyone here is playing absolutely 100% legitimately serious characters. You, you once again hit it on the head. <laughs> that is, uh, That was one of my thoughts, was that Meryl Streep, whom I love, was a little over the top, actually, for this movie. Now, that being said, she was funny in she this was. movie. But she she's was, the but... only one who may be playing jokes. Right. And maybe that's the way her character's written. Oh, it probably is. It probably is. But it was funny because it stood out to me that that she she was pretty far over the top. Yeah. And, and not in a bad way. She's a wonderful actress. No, but it actually didn't really fit the movie that well. And just because everyone I'm, else is playing so deadpan. That's exactly right. I, I thought her stuff should be probably deadpan, too. But they didn't ask me. No. Again. No. And she's, I mean, she's fun to watch in this movie. Oh, she's, uh, yeah, she's And great. she doesn't do over the top very often. So it was, 
No, it was a genre stretching. <laughs> yeah, and th- that was kind of fun, even though it was ne- not necessarily in line with the other characters. Right. It was now, that's, of, uh, that's true. Uh, it was fun to watch her be just kind of fun, you know? Yeah. yeah. Man, her and Jonah Hill, they have some great bits in this film. They do. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to give away jokes at all, but one of the one of the things is uh you know they're they're talking about this comet and Jonah Hill gets on stage for some reason and he's talking about how everyone here is, you know, praying for you know the lives of people and the economy and stuff and he's like, "But I'd like to kind of pray for stuff. Like I have some pretty cool stuff. Like I have a nice apartment." <laughs> stuff like that. It's funny. <laughs> yeah. Not over the top at all. No. <laughs> uh, one person we haven't mentioned is Mark Rylance. Uh, I, I don't remember who that is in the movie. Academy Award winner Mark Rylance, who is Bash, the Bash Mobile guy. Oh, right. Uh, he's got a weird oh. character in this movie. And oh, no. <laughs> I hated him at first. And as the movie went on, I kind of grew to love him. You know what? I hated him the whole way <laughs> He's got this weird voice he put on. Yeah. He's got these this stupid haircut. Yeah. Like, I thought I, I thought it was too much, but if yeah, if anyone was written over the top, it was him for sure. Bingo. Uh, but he but he fits in. He's just so weird. I yeah, I hated watching him at first and then I kinda like I kind of got his groove and started really enjoying his stuff. I, I did understand his character better as he went on, but I, I never really got used to it. If Streep and Jonah Hill are making fun of the political system, right? and Kate Blanchett and DiCaprio are kind of poking fun at the media in America oh, especially... Do. That's something when they go on stage and they don't really want to talk to him if it's bad news. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> and then you've got this guy, Mark Rylance, yeah. who is the tech world. Right. Uh, poking fun at the tech world. And then you got. Who is he imitating? Do you know? That was my question. Is I felt like he was a combination of Mark Zuckerberg, Jeff. Bezos and Elon yeah. Musk. Yeah. With a little bit of the Apple guy in there too. Right? Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. A little bit of uh Steve Jobs. Yeah. Um he's kind of this he's the tech world. He's got different elements of the tech world in this character. Right. And then you've got And he somehow knows what's going to happen, which was an odd aspect of it. Yeah. And then you've got Ron Perlman who plays the military industrial complex oh, right. who is so funny in this little it's a 10 minute role basically right. he probably had 2 days of shooting the <laughs> man is he funny in this he's going to take care of things right yeah he's yeah he's uh he's going to go up and blow up the asteroid right. he's going to fight the asteroid exactly and that was really funny <laughs> uh, and he says the dumbest things but everyone allows it because it's a generational thing yeah which is really funny when you've got people his age or older saying hey, he's from a different generation yeah it made me laugh so much because how many people have these old out of touch you know usually they're uh 
occupying uncle. an uncle role. Yeah. Oh, the, yeah, that's <laughs> old Uncle Teddy. He's he's from a different generation. Yeah. Everybody just rationalizes his racism or sexism because he's from a different generation. Yeah. And you've got Ron Perlman who's saying these terrible things, and you've got the general from the from the Pentagon who's like. He's from a different generation, yeah. but he's as old or older than Ron Perlman. Right. And he's just like, <laughs> uh, it's just something people do is they just kind of let old people go with things that aren't okay to say because he's from a different generation. That was, that was a funny joke to me. That actually is a funny joke. Um, yeah, there were a lot I, of funny jokes. <laughs> what, 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 what didn't fit? this movie for you like if i mean we kind of have been talking pretty positively about this movie was there anything that really bugged you so sort of talking dislikes huh mm-hmm. i wasn't i wasn't thrilled with uh with the, the character we just talked about the Jeff so, bezos character yeah yeah um i mentioned that a couple of them were it sounds funny to talk about a movie as being over the top when that's part of the aim Right. The the concept is a asteroid comes and destroys the earth. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so but but there were characters who I thought were a little over the top. Um I didn't hate the movie. Uh I thought the ending, which we'll get into in spoilers probably I thought the ending was unnecessary. But oh, the, probably people thought probably thought it was funny. The after credits ending. Yeah. Oh yeah. We'll talk about that yeah. later. <laughs> and I did think that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, and it is after credit, so you know, right? It's, yeah, it's 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 the epilogue, or so you would call yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, did you watch this with mom? Uh, yes. That's why you didn't like the after credits. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Uh, we'll get into the after ending spoilers. Okay, that's fair enough. We we really don't want to want to get into it just yet. But uh, w- what did you dislike? Oh boy, that's actually a tough question. I I liked this movie overall a lot. I don't know why I'm coming down on it a little bit, but like this wasn't one of my favorite movies of the year. Like this right. might crack top fifteen. Um, hmm. that's pretty high praise, though. Really, yeah. I I don't think this year has been particularly great, actually. Which we'll get into because the frothies the are frothies coming up. Are coming um, up. We're gonna get that those planned out, and maybe in the next few episodes we'll have some more details. But yes. uh, but yeah, I the, the I think maybe overall the tone was maybe just too much. Yeah. Um, it wasn't straight enough to just be a dark comedy right there was too much kind of over the top i think the stuff that was on the nose no matter what side of the aisle you were on was maybe too on the nose it might have played a little bit simple like i get it i get it the media sucks you know or whatever it is um so maybe that was a little too on the nose some of it was too just kind of i get it that's funny let's move on you know kind of thing Right, and and also, you know, if I stop to think about that, you know, partly what partly it was too true. Yeah, with things that are going on now, and 
I I personally am so tired of political infighting and yes, you know the the things that are going on on both sides of the aisle and so okay. part of it was if if I were going to expand on my dislikes, which I probably shouldn't, but it would be it's not the movie's fault. It would be my perception of the movie, to be honest with you. That's fair. I think I will call out one more thing and this is going to surprise you especially because you know of this deep deep love for timothy chalamet that you created for me yeah yes (laughs) um all all fictional by the way true uh he just thought he did a good job in dune (laughs) (laughs) no i am a timothy chalamet fan i just i'm not goo goo over I'm goo goo for Gaga, not for Chalamet. Um, That's an excellent way to put it. I uh, there is 20 minutes of this movie or so that didn't necessarily belong, and I laughed out loud at, at Timothy Chalamet's character in this movie. Yeah, but that whole escapade, I guess, of uh, of Jennifer Lawrence's character, it kind of feels like she played a really important part at the beginning. She played a couple of she played in a couple of essential scenes afterwards, you know, towards the middle. And then they were like, gosh, how do we end her character? And it just kind of felt like maybe it went nowhere. And so like she was so pivotal at the beginning and the middle that at the end it was like, I don't I don't really get where this is going. Like was it just a jab I at millennials? I completely agree. You know, like, I, I even forgot about that part. Yeah, because Timothy Chalamet does. A, he does. A, he's fine. He's funny in this as this yeah, weird hilarious. skater, religious guy. You know, like yeah. Uh, he's got some funny moments in there. However, it just didn't really necessarily fit, and it you know it adds twenty minutes to this already somewhat long movie yeah. where it's like. Did they just they just didn't have a way to jab at the younger generation, so they threw him threw him to to this character. I don't I don't know. Yeah, so no. there's I, like this I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Odd offshoot towards the end of the movie where you're just kinda like, Okay, I get it. Like, whatever. Yeah. Did you think the movie was too long? No. I think it could have been shorter and yeah. just as good. If it was not only a two hours and eighteen minutes, which is yeah, no, kind of short for you. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's true. <laughs> Give me that last duel twice again. Um, but uh, but no, it, I I guess it just felt long in the fact that like certain elements just didn't wrap up cleanly. They just kind of dragged a little bit, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, Timothy Chalamet's character could have just not existed that whole side story it with didn't her really add that much did it no it didn't add anything i mean it added a few laughs right but at the expense of a pretty tight story getting loose you know i don't know i guess yeah. i'm trying to think of dislikes i didn't hate it but that would be a dislike of right mine, so right what did you like oh i don't i mean all of it, mostly. I thought that jokes were funny. I thought the the satire was clear and funny to all to all views. Um, 
I loved the little ending at the end, uh, the <laughs> epilogue. I thought that was so funny. Um, I thought Leonardo DiCaprio was really enjoyable in this film. I also liked Jennifer Lawrence. I haven't seen her in anything in a long time that I was just really blown away by her, but I thought she fit this role perfectly. She did. Um, yeah, I thought the jokes were funny. I thought the meaning of the film, however you took it, was funny. Like, I thought it was good. Even if you looked at it as COVID, I appreciate that. Like, I get it and I could see it. If you looked at it at climate change, I get it and I could see it. And it was all, it all fit. Like, it was just a really smart film. And I liked that about it. Yeah. Well, I would agree with that. Um, I thought. The, for the most part, the acting performances were pretty good. Leonardo DiCaprio's performance was very good. I I would completely agree with you. I didn't necessarily like his character arc. I didn't believe it as much, but we'll get into that in spoilers. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I I guess it it was fine. I probably won't rate it super high, but uh. It it was kind of a fun watch. It was kind of I guess I'm gonna leave it at that. It was kind of a fun watch. Mm. That's my. I like. would say it was definitely a fun watch. Ah. And as far as comedies go for this year, especially this is ranking among the best for me. Really? Yeah. But with all that being said, I think it's time to rate. Don't look up. You are here now. You are here now. Stressing me out. This will affect the entire planet. I know, but it's like so stressful. Can I get that one more ice water? I'll get two more glasses of white wine, and I don't need the judgy face. There's a comet headed directly towards Earth. Do you know how many the world is ending meetings we've had over the last two years? Drought, famine. Oh, the ozone is so boring. All right, Dougie, you're going to beat this thing down. Go ahead and rate it first. All right. Well, you, you know, when I when I try to do my likes, I I think I said, you know, it was fine. It was funny. Uh, it was it, it was a, it was fun to watch, uh, but nothing spectacular. And I though I tend to rate movies a little higher than you do. Well, actually, I think we might be about the same on this one. I'm going to rate this a three and a half. It's good. It's good. A little low. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I am. I, I am going to rate this a four. I think this is one of the better comedies of the year. I think the writing is smart. I think the acting is great. Um, you and, know, like we said, there were things that could be different that could have right. been cut. And that's why it's not getting four and a half or a five. Um, but yeah, this is a solid comedy, especially for 2021. Uh, yeah, with all the stuff that's a little going bit tougher on, tougher to make a comedy, maybe all the all the stuff that's going on in the world. This was this was a good shot at it, and I appreciated it. So, uh, you know, Dougie, I think this is a good time to uh, bring a word from our sponsors. Yeah.
Tonight's episode is brought to you by Rose Tinted Glasses from One Brew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Are you tired of the world around you, the nasty politics, violence, war, all these things on the news, the pandemic, the elections? If you are tired of all that, try our very own Rose Tinted Glasses from OneBrewOver.com. Rose tint so thick, you can't see That sounds like a fine sponsor. (laughs) I'm going to try to get myself a pair of those today. (laughs) I wear them when I sleep. Like a sleep mask. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right, Dougie. Yeah, it's segment time, isn't it? Segment time. And you came up with a great new segment. Well, thank you. I I think it'll be kind of fun. Overheard at the cafe. Uh, This is kind of like picture perfect only dialogue that we loved from the movie exactly and this is a great movie to introduce this segment on because there's some great dialogue yeah Yeah. uh now just so you know we're not going to give away big spoilers but this is dialogue from the movie at certain points so if you are super sensitive to spoilers don't listen to this segment but i think it's a really great segment so, so you have kind of a longer one that you were going to read. It's an yeah. inner, in, it's an exchange between two characters yes. or three characters. Yes. Uh, so I'm going to stick with a couple of a, a couple of shorter ones on right. there. So uh, my first one is from the character Kate Dibiaski, who yes. is played by Jennifer Lawrence. She's the one who discovered. Yes, the exactly. And uh, this is a. Uh, this is a sentiment thought by many people on many sides of many situations. <laughs> she says, you guys, the truth is way more depressing. They're not even smart enough to be as evil as you're giving them credit for. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. So mine is an ex- uh, an exchange between the President Orlean. Uh, Meryl Streep's character. Meryl Streep, right. And uh, the discoverers, Dubiaski and uh, Dr. Randall Mindy. Um, Which is DiCaprio's character. Yes, yes. So it starts with this. It starts with uh, President Orling. So how certain is this? There's 100% certainty of impact. Oh, please don't say 100%. And AIDS shouts out. Can we just call it a potentially significant event? Yeah. But it isn't potentially going to happen. It is going to happen. Exactly. 99.78 to be exact. Oh, great. Okay, so it's not 100%. Scientists never like to say 100%. We'll call it 70. And let's just move on. But it's not even close to 70. You can't go around telling people there's a 100% chance that they're going to die, you know. It's just nuts. (laughs) Uh, that's a great exchange. It is. Okay, this one, I could not find the exact quote, but it is one of the funniest bits in the film to me. Yes, yes. Kate DiBiaschi says something to the effect of, he works at the Pentagon. Why would he charge us for free snacks? Oh, you're right. <laughs> it's so funny. It is. Um, That's a great segment. Uh. Listeners, let us know if you liked or disliked that segment. Of course, uh, 
Next week, we've got another Just a Sip episode where we are going to be covering West Side Story and the tragedy of Macbeth or something like that. So (laughs) tragic. So tune in next week and uh, tune in after the credits for spoilers. That's right. We'll spoil it up for you. One Brew Over the Cuckoo's Nest is created and hosted by Kevin and Doug Zane. Follow our social media on Twitter at One Brew Over for Kevin and at The Old Man and Da Brew for Doug. Keep up with the podcast on Instagram at One Brew Over. Email your feedback to OneBrewOver at gmail.com. Subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you enjoy the show, leave a review and tell a friend. Sound bites and trailers for films are taken from YouTube and do not belong to this podcast. All original music is written and recorded by Kevin Zaid. For archival episodes and more, go to www.onebrewover.com. And thanks for listening to One Brew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Spoilers, FYI, listeners, if you didn't turn this off already, you are accepting the fact that we are going to spoil Don't Look Up for you. Right. The comet hits the Earth. (laughs) Big spoiler. (laughs) And and it destroys the entire planet. Yeah, just like they said it would. Except except for the people who go on uh, Steve Jobs's... Yes. Yes, little space rocket thing that you see in uh, um, the after credits. Yes. Okay. So, <laughs> so, and you loved that part, didn't you? It was so I laughed yeah. out loud. So yes. funny. Uh, so basically, the scientists discover this asteroid. It's going to hit the Earth. It's ninety nine point seven eight percent chance to be specific, yes. as you heard in our uh, in our new segment. Uh, <laughs> So a big twist in the film is they finally get the government's one of the lines in there is President Orlean, Meryl Streep's character says, well, we'll get our some of our scientists on it to make sure. Yeah, that's right. Great little jab at at people who have science to back up their opinion. Right. Exactly. Uh, Great little jab. Anyways, they come back and says, oh, yeah, our scientists agreed. It's it's bad. Yes. <laughs> and so they come up with this plan and they're going to send up rockets to destroy the asteroid. Yeah, and it's a pretty uh a setup patriotic plan. There's a lot of build up to it. Yes. Yeah. Ron Perlman right. is actually the one who's going to lead this mission into space. Right. Uh and they've got tons of millions of dollars into missiles and stuff like that um and at the last minute uh mark rylance lasts off yeah, yeah. oh yeah, yeah. they leave he's ready and at the last minute mark rylance's character something bash the guy in charge of bash mobile right. jeff bezos right. uh <laughs> steve jobs yeah. elon musk whoever it is you realizes just, you can just put in your own name yeah there. Put, tech giant 
person yes realizes that there is a uh a compound on this asteroid right. that is worth trillions of dollars right and so president orlean and uh mr bash decide that if they can destroy the meteorite in a way that it doesn't cause great global damage and in fact they can then they can mine it they can mine it and they can get all these resources right yeah it's likely to have more than just i forgot what the metal is yeah yeah but it's likely to have diamonds and all sorts of things and so there's this there's this capitalist slash the rich get richer moment here where you see these rockets blasting off into space and president orlean calls off the rockets right because they want to try this guy's this tech giant's plan to destroy the the asteroid to where it still comes to earth so they can mine the material right on it. right um that was a great bit i thought that was really funny it was it uh, was and just and she's uh Dubiaski is explaining to people, I think at a bar, yeah. that uh, yeah, they're, they're just going to blow it up because there's the diamonds and stuff in there, and they're rich or just going to get richer. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that was great. But so, at, so they have this opportunity to destroy and save the planet, but instead they go with this other plan that is untested, un- <laughs> unplanned. Right. It's just an idea, basically. And they go off of that because there's a possibility to make tons of money. Uh, And then, ultimately, that plan fails, which is another funny moment. Because he sends up all these little tiny nukes, or tiny, like, drills or something. Oh, yeah, they're supposed to drill into the rocks. Yeah, and he's like, they send up 30. Right. And right off the bat, four of them blow up yeah they implode and he's like don't something goes wrong with them anyway don't worry i've been told that we only need 24 (laughs) there's already only 26 left yeah and then yeah it goes terribly wrong getting smaller and smaller and uh and so it doesn't work and so once they realize that this comet is going to hit earth now they've tried everything uh president orlean and James or whoever the Mark Rylance character is, right. they get on a plane or on a rocket ship. Yes. And they're gonna go to a new planet. And there's there must be twenty five of these old people. Right. They're all uh, old rich people, basically. Right. They're like cryogenically, is that the right term? Yes. They're, they're frozen. They're, basically. They freeze themselves. Yes. Uh and uh on the on the ship she's problematic like, but still uh, oh yeah <laughs> she's on the she's on the ship and she's like i feel like i'm forgetting something and she's like oh no jason her son <laughs> so her son didn't make it on the ship and right. he's, he's seen in the end that was really funny to me that, that was and funny. he's sitting there in the white house or whatever being like she's coming back she's coming she's back, coming back. <laughs> so they end up the post credit scenes that dougie and i are talking about is they end up at a planet 22,000 years later uh, where they've landed on this planet that can be habitated. Right. Uh, they get out, and there's these really weird, colorful bird things. Yeah, it's beautiful there. Yeah. And uh, 
They're going to start a new life, repopulate the earth. Yeah. The quote unquote earth. Right. The new earth. With, yeah. With all these old people. Yeah. That was pretty funny. <laughs> that was funny. All and, by itself. And then, uh, of course, they're all naked because they've been frozen for 22,000 years. Which makes you naked. Which course. was hilarious. It was pretty funny. And then the bird, <laughs> the, the, the Brontorock. Yes. Uh, eats Meryl Streep. Yes. And it's hilarious. And I laughed. <laughs> And Jordan laughed, and we both just had a grand old time. The only thing I thought about it was it was it was good that she got eaten. Yeah, that was funny. Um, one of my favorite jokes, and I kind of read, I kind of said a said it was, uh, they're at the White House, and the general of the Pentagon brings over some bags of like chips or something like mm. that, and he says, "Hey, the, I got these. They're they're ten bucks a piece." And so they all right. chip in, you know, 30 or 40 bucks. To set that up further, that they've gone to the White House to explain to the president that this is their first trip in there. Yes, and, and they're the waiting. The guy is getting them some snacks for... Yeah, yeah, while they're waiting. And they're, yeah. they, and he, he asks for 10 bucks a piece to chip in for the snacks. Yeah. Well, later on in the film... Jennifer Lawrence's character goes into this waiting room and... And the snacks are free at the yeah. White House. And she just can't get over the no, fact that the general charges them with, with all the rest of the stuff snacks. going on. Yeah. The general is charging them for snacks. Oh, that was a great bit. And it comes back like a couple of times. Like when you don't expect it, she's just sitting there and she's like, why would they charge for free snacks? <laughs> <laughs> that was really funny. Yeah, it was. Uh, Ron Perlman, as the, as the, uh, the asteroid or whatever is coming down. Ron Perlman's got a machine gun and he's shouting at the asteroid, you'll never take me alive because yeah. he's shooting at it. <laughs> that was funny. Um, I am expecting you did not like Leonardo DiCaprio's character arc with him sleeping with the Kate Blanchett character. That would be correct, sir. Yeah. That doesn't fit his personality at all as presented earlier. But I suppose the point is he was changed by all this notoriety. It didn't seem like a guy who would be changed like that. So I didn't like that, Kevin. I disagree. I I think you're I understand why you are saying that. However, I feel like that is exactly the type of thing that fame does to people is like it it did change him. Like all of a sudden he was a nobody. He was a scientist professor he wasn't even a scientist he was a professor at a college right. and now he's being recognized on the street he's you know he's he's this huge person and you've got this Kate blanchett media phenomenon who's interested in him although that was pretty funny they're in the hotel and they have clearly just had an experience together yes and she's like all right well i guess we should get to know each other let's get this over with I'm blah, 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 and I went to school here, and that's my story. <laughs> what What about you? That was really funny. It kind of, again, just a, a call out on, like, this culture, right. you know, like. Yes. I don't know. I, I think that I, it didn't bother me. I thought, it, I thought it fit just fine. I liked the fact that he and Melanie Linsky make up in the end, and, and I would say it wouldn't be true to his character had there been no ending to it. But at the, true. at the end, he realized that he had made That's a mistake true. and 
he goes back. Uh, I think that the end, he realizes where he wanted to be. And and I well, like the fact I'll, that Melanie Linsky. Yeah. And Melanie Linsky takes him back and is, is I mean, obviously, it's not a drama. It's not a relationship drama. It's just. No, true. But, and so, like, you That's know, true. Uh, I thought it was fine. It didn't bug me. I, I thought it was it's fitting and i thought it got an ending which i liked True. i think it would have been worse had he just stayed <laughs> although <laughs> oh would have been i did like that part where the the comment is ending and uh the one guy i it might have been leonardo or it might have been her co her other co-anchor and he's like well should we have sex and she's like no i just want to get drunk and talk crap about people <laughs> As the world is ending, that's yeah. like all she wanted to do. Yeah, that's her last. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Last request. Yeah, man. Yeah, I just I thought it was. I thought this was funny. Yeah, I can tell that you did. There were parts that were really funny. That's true. For some reason, I gathered off of your text message that you liked this a lot more than during our discussion. Maybe it's just time that it's been with. Uh, no, I think this, that's right. You know, uh, a, a little bit ago. Yeah, we're trying has. to get caught up on some of the the recordings that we have left to do. But right, uh, right. But yeah, we were trying to get in some 2021 movies that some of which we think may get Oscar nods. And this is gonna get something for sure. Yeah, you think so? Yeah, I think so. Best black comedy. <laughs> Oscar doesn't differentiate between oh, comedies and I dramas. See. Yes. Uh, but yeah, yeah, w- exactly. We're trying to fit in some more films from 2021. Um, and I didn't hate it. I just I just don't remember liking it as much as maybe I a- indicated initially. Yeah, yeah. What, yeah, your initial text, I thought you really liked this movie. But uh, was, I mean, it's okay that you didn't. I just was expecting more of I feel more bad praise. now, Kevin. Yeah, well, I think our listeners are disappointed. Probably so. <laughs> Watch the movie and decide what you think. Yeah, and let us know. You can always email us or Although tweet we're doing this during spoilers, so that's true. That's true. <laughs> probably already have. <laughs> <laughs> or you just don't care about spoilers. That's right. Uh anything else you wanted to mention about don't look up? No. Just don't look up. Oh, that was a great little joke as well. Uh that was the only other really pointed bit was the don't look up campaign itself with everyone wearing the bright red oh, don't right. look up hats. Yes. And but then you get a great joke out of that where the one guy is wearing a button that has an arrow up and an arrow down and he says something to the effect of I'm neutral man. I don't look up and I don't look down. <laughs> it's just like Yeah. There's comedy yeah. everywhere. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well I got nothing else really, Dougie. Yeah, I, I I'm out of things too. I think I think maybe in the end I was, in some respects it was too real, with just so much stuff going on. I think that kind of jaded me against it more more than I thought it would. Yeah, so, yeah, interesting. Good solid three and a half. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. I guess well, we'll we'll see you next week. Sounds good. Whether saying something stupid or maybe a gaffe. Just so many things they say that make them laugh, so you know. They save some bloopers for you. All right, that's enough, Bruce. I think it's time to rate 
whatever this movie's called. <laughs> Am I reading this? <laughs> Blooper. You'll, you, you cut that thing up. I will.